Hello. Yeah. Hey, you need to speak hey, like baby. this. Mm. Gonna talk like this the whole time. Get a little bit southern for you. Because apparently that's that's what I'm about. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Brose, where there's never a fee unless we get money for you. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they do every episode are my bros and Rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hey, guys. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And we've got two very special guest bros on this episode. Uh, across from me, on a monitor, really just an audio feed, uh, reporting live from the bowels of hell, Mr. Tim Bulger. Hey, everybody. And to my right, live and in person, uh, reporting live from my couch, uh, the, the biggest of owls, uh, the nastiest of nudes, Mr. David Bennett, what's going on, man? The Black Mamba Baby Mama Drama. How are you doing today? <laughs> How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing... I, I've, listen, I've been better. We, we just, we're just recording this on at 4.59 on Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, September the 22nd. Our, our Philadelphia Eagles have uh, once again uh, fallen in the final uh, moments of action uh, in, a, in a close loss to the Detroit Lions. You could say that the game just <clears throat> slipped through their fingers because they, <laughs> they dropped 497 <laughs> passes. They, they, they definitely dropped the ball on this They one. absolutely <laughs> did. Just, just, yeah, sometimes you just you know, butterfinger it away. But So anyway, so I'm, I'm, in, I'm not in a great mood, I'll be honest. I don't think there's a, there's a general pall over this room, but I'm hoping that a couple of, of glasses of rosé and a few questions with my bros will, will yeah. help alleviate I mean, that. I'm stoked to have Bennett here in the room with us Absolutely. And, and Tim on the, on the horn. Yep. Yeah. Bulger, what did you think of that Eagles game? Um, not much. <laughs> I didn't watch it. That's fine. Honestly, I watched I watched all like three, three and a half hours of it, and honestly, same opinion. Yeah. Welcome to the Brose Podcast, available as always on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and anywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. Um, the premise of the show, the bell's too far away, I don't Ding. care. Ding. Uh, the bell... Fine. You know what? Bennett, would you bring that bell for me, please? Yeah, sure. The premise of the show is to answer questions from you, the gentle listener, about life, the universe, and everything. And if you have a question for us, please email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Now, of course... Uh, and aside from the fact that we just love Tim Bolger and, and David Bennett, the, the main reason that uh, they are on the show today is uh, Tim Hansen, of course, is not here because Tim Hansen is off celebrating his nuptials with his, his lovely bride, Martha. They're off in Cancun right now for spring break. <laughs> Yo, can I just say that uh, celebrating nuptials, uh, kind of an oxymoron. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, first, the, first, the hot takes segment of the show is not until the end of the episode, thank you very much. But, uh, the, ben, uh, you know, we got a very easy one here, because, of course, we, we, we each do a segment at the end of the show. Of course, I have Kaz's Corner, uh, how, uh, Sweeten, the show, Sweeten Show, uh, Sob Stories, and I think for you it's pretty easy. It's uh, the Bennett Bodega. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> As we, as we round the corner around like the, the, the beef jerky aisle and suddenly Dave Ben is just there giving his takes. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I'm, I'm ready for it. I can talk about plenty. Uh, before we get to any of that, though, before we get to the questions, the takes, or what have you, let's talk about what we're drinking this afternoon. Uh, let's start with you, Sean. What are you drinking today? I am drinking the Dreaming Tree, yeah, which is a 2018 rosé, and mm-hmm. I feel as though the tasting notes really... Oh boy. Need to come out on right. this oh one. Boy. Let's discuss. 
This is an exciting collaboration oh, no. <laughs> between Dave Matthews. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> between Dave Matthews and award-winning winemaker Sean McKenzie, the Dreaming Tree captures the spirit. It's the spirit of California's wine country, and <laughs> and then they both have quotes on the back. Please, what is Dave? I am Rosie the rhinoceros, bigger than a hippopotamus, and really look quite pr- prosperous. If you judge me by my, me- by my belly, the truth is quite a- apositous. Okay, so what did Dave Matthews say? <laughs> on, on account of our proboscis, there ain't a hell of a lot of us. If I'm only heard post-posthumous, the cost is much too heavy. Well, you see, the next verse is, they call me the hip-hop-apotamus, my lyrics are bottomous. <laughs> right, we... And that's from Dave Matthews. And then Sean Christ. says, fuck you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, very justified, I would say. <laughs> And uh, yeah, shit. and I'm gonna tell you, it is incredibly disappointing. <laughs> it's maybe the most mediocre rose I've had on the show, but I wow. mean, it's not the worst. But it's just so boring, I can't even begin. I, as I said before the show, I passed over that bottle when I went and bought mine for this week, and I, I'm glad I did. Not just because, as you said, it's painfully mediocre, but because I would never have been able to do that that label justice uh, the way that you did. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Rich, what are you drinking this week? I am drinking, uh, I believe it's called Toraiolo. Sure. I, I have no idea. There's so many words. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a it's, lot of letters on that. It's a 2018 Rosato from Toscana. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Kind of sweet. Pretty good, though. All right. Excellent. Uh, Mr. Bolger, you actually brought a rosé this time, which is a nice change of pace for you. It <laughs> sounds about right. Um, right. It's called Barton and Gustier. Rosé d'Anjou. Wow. How is yeah. it so far? Um, I haven't tried it yet, but I can read the <laughs> taste notes if you'd like. Awesome. Uh, yeah, go ahead and read the taste notes for us. <laughs> Seductive nose dominated by raspberry, cherry, and red grand aromas. That's weird because Dave Bennett actually handed me his biography before we did this, and that's the exact lines that he had. Facts. Facts. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I am drinking... Uh, Toad Hollow Vineyards Dry Rosé of Pinot Noir. So the winning verb, of course, the phrase, of course, is Pinot Noir, which as soon as you throw that on any bottle of rosé, I'm in. <laughs> uh, this is pretty good. I've had a couple of sips of it so far, and it's pretty okay. Uh, the first, there, there are four levels of tasting notes on this, and the first one is, aromas of raspberries and rose petals lead to ripe watermelon and beautiful wild strawberry flavors with gr- bright, crisp acidity. And apparently, it pairs well with grilled salmon, spicy dishes, roasted, roasted poultry, and even hot buffalo wings. Very <laughs> versatile, with an exclamation point at the end. Uh, great stuff, as always. Now, David Bennett, yep. you're drinking a little bit of a cocktail here for us today. And why are you doing that? A little bit. So I'm on what's called a ketogenic diet. Nobody's mm-hmm. probably ever heard of it. I mean, no, it's, no. Very, it's very underground. No. Uh, so I'm drinking a mix of truly hard seltzer passion fruit with Wolfer Estate Summer in a Bottle. Mm. Now... Uh, don't get me wrong. I did take a swig out of the bottle of the Wolfer Estate Summer in a Bottle, yeah. and um, it is very, uh, it is, it's very sweet. It's uh, mm-hmm. 24 grams of sugar per serving. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> 24 carbs, which is also 24 grams of sugar, which is basically like uh, buying a bottle of sugar and yeah. just dumping it down your throat. So. If, you're, if, you were go- if you're going to a store that was just called Fuck Keto, this would be like the key item. Yeah, this is this is the most anti-keto thing I've ever yeah. consumed in my entire life. And I, yeah. and I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not one of those guys that's like doing keto and like very strict with it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
I'm keto's bastard child where it's just like, I'll do it for like four days and then the weekend comes and like, I'll give up. But uh, yeah, so I've, I've mixed a little of both. Uh, I'm mostly truly hard seltzer because, you know, once again, very underground. (laughs) Sure. Um, Yeah. But yeah, you know, really enjoying this cocktail. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, gentlemen, I have in my hand the first envelope of questions for our, our session today. There are seven of them, and like I said, if you have questions that you'd like to submit to the show, you want to send them to brosequestions at gmail.com. Can I submit one right now? Uh, yes, but there's no way that we're going to put it together for, for this episode. You have to wait. To, well, actually, no, because he won't be on the episode that, that we actually read it. So, yeah, we could, okay. yeah, absolutely. Go right ahead. Awesome. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, go ahead and do it right now. Yeah. The, oh, there's a, there's a message on the back of this envelope that I didn't see. Uh, so, you can't go... To Jif, if you you can't, oh boy, I can't. J, J, uh, okay, oh, okay, okay. So you wrote on top. You can't go sixteen and zero if you can't win sixteen games. Uh, this is a quote from Jacob Sutherland, uh, circa 2017, 2018, and 2019. <laughs> now, I will say that Jake is well on his way to, uh, this is the football version of the, you can't drink all day if you don't start at 9 a.m. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. You can't. Our first question, uh, gentlemen, is what is the worst advice you have given? What is the worst advice that you've ever given? This is going to be a tricky one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really hard. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm. Um, can I play bargain here? Go right ahead. Can we go into maybe the worst advice that you have ever been given? Um, we could do that too. Because yeah, I, I, I have a. Um, because you've never given bad advice. I've never given bad advice. Right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> infallible, not unlike the Pope. I'm, True. I'm, yeah, I'm always right with the advice I mm-hmm. give. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I'm, and I'm never going to admit to the bad advice that I give. No. I've been given some really bad advice. Mine is typically either. It's either one of two categories. It's either related to fantasy football or dating. It's Fair. almost always one oh, of those two categories. Actually, I do have a, a good bad advice. Okay. It wasn't bad advice, but it, it didn't pan out great. So we were at a Christmas party, an infamous Christmas party. Oh, boy. With the horn. And an ex-girlfriend oh, yes. of mine came to me mm. and said, I don't know what to do. My ex is kind of giving me the cold shoulder. I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm like, uh, I don't know. He's here. I don't know yes. what to do. Yes. And I was like, you need to stop talking to me and go, t- <laughs> go talk, <laughs> and go to, talk him. to him. Apparently that didn't work out. Which is, which is good advice. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, handle your, handle your own shit. Why are you talking to me about this? I don't care about you. Mm. It didn't work out great for her. Yeah. Um, yes. I was present for that. You, and you were. Yeah. Yes. Listen, we can call Spade a Spade. He's been on the show. This is this is my brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's talked about this specifically. This is my brother. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, there's, if there's one thing that my brother loves and hates more than anything, it's talking to somebody who has repeatedly expressed interest that I have no interest in talking to, no matter what the, the subject is. So I think that is good advice for 75% of people on the planet. And in that situation, the person just fell into the 25% that's like, I'm not interested in talking this out with you. Yeah. 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 But you got to, you know. I'm not. I'm not here to um, to be a therapist. No, go, go, no, no. go deal with your. Also, shit. you're at a fr- you're a freaking party. And also, I'm also her ex. Yes. Why are you talking to <laughs> yeah. me? Yeah, <laughs> ex give me the cold shoulder. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Weird how that happens. <laughs> yes, yeah, I get That's it. The odd part for me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, speaking of therapy, uh, can you be my therapist? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just give me a call. I'll we'll set up office hours. My secretary will get back to you. Yes. Awesome. In like three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We don't accept your insurance, though. Uh, so, what insurance? Yeah, fair enough. Oh, boy. Uh, Rich, have you ever given, like, real bad advice? Or even, like, I, moderately bad advice? 
I don't know. Hmm. M- maybe, but I nothing comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Like I I am I have the worst track record in dating and I have one friend who always came to me about his dating issues and I always as far as I know gave him the best mm-hmm. advice mm-hmm. I could possibly give him but I have a terrible track record in that yeah. so I don't know why he came to me but yeah. um besides that like it is it is also I think a little bit difficult cuz we are now getting to the age where people will start coming to us for advice yeah. cuz we're now in like the in terms of age like the we're the seasoned veterans. Yeah, like, like we'll have like twenty some year olds coming to us and be like, "Well, you survived, yeah, that decade." So. <laughs> How'd you pull this off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bolger, have you ever given bad advice? <clears throat> so I'm kind of in the same boat as Richie. Where I mean, I, I'd argue I probably did at some point, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of hard to tell when something's bad advice or good advice because usually that person isn't going to come back to you and be like, "You gave me bad advice." Yeah. Either like. They're your friend, and they're not going to say anything because they don't want to upset you. Mm-hmm. Or they're just not going to come back to you for stuff like that. Right. They're just not going to mention it again. Right. So probably, but I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could even be that you give them advice to a specific degree, and they don't follow it to a T. And therefore, yeah. quote, your advice is wrong, but it's, no, you didn't follow what I told you to do. You did it par- partially, and then... Not anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, is you? <laughs> are you waving to yourself? I, I think Tim can see me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, so Tim can see us through Skype, but we can't see him. Well, so he Sean can, is hold on. Door. I'm going to... Okay, okay, okay. Now we're talking. Oh, now um, I can see a logo that I might not be it's, uh, uh, allowed to repeat on air. Uh, they're not, they're not going to sue us. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates have a lot bigger problems right now than uh, without the Brose podcast is mentioning them. Um, boy, I, pirates. yeah, <laughs> um, I've probably given, like, I've been like a, 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 in a very minor role, I've been like a mentor for, for other employees at my job and I'm sure I've given them bad career advice at some point. Um, but like, like Tim alluded to, they don't come back to you and go, Kaz, no, you fucking moron. Like I should never have tried to go into this role. I hate this role and you never should have set me up with this person. I hate this person. Um, so as far as the worst advice I've probably given, I've given bad dating advice to a friend of mine uh, who has not been on the show and therefore uh, who I, I won't humiliate by A, bringing up the advice and B, uh, bringing up the fact that they came to me <laughs> for advice, <laughs> which is really, you know, the worst thing you could say about it. But yeah, I think it's mostly just like if people come to you and ask about like relationships or work or something like that, a lot of the time, and this is something that I've noticed, a lot of the time, uh, people are just looking for a place to vent and like they want you to just sort of tell them what they want to hear. And it's yeah. just like, this is the opportunity to vent. Like you learn this as you grow older. Uh, and, you know, me, I still think like, well, I'll just give them a very creative piece of advice and that will help. And it doesn't really help. So I have a question about that, actually. Okay. Just the advice altogether. Is, is the worst advice, so follow me here, mm-hmm. is the worst advice not giving somebody good advice? So, for example, let's say you know somebody's dating a bag, well, like a girl or a guy or whatever, and, um, you know, they're, that person is no good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, or, or would you say that it is bad advice to not give that good advice, your honest opinion? Right. Okay. So, like, so rather than giving the honest truth, you're telling them what they want to hear. Right, right. I don't know. Like, I think... 
It depends what the person is seeking out when they talk to you about it. Like, I think if they are genuinely seeking out advice, it's different for every relationship. If they're if you're if you have a friend who is genuinely seeking out advice, then I think you have to know that relationship and know that friendship to know, okay, I am comfortable giving my full candid advice on this one. There are a lot of people, the problem is is if it, like in that situation specifically, if somebody's just mad at their they're a significant other at a certain time. And you come to them and be like, yeah, you know what? They're treating you poorly. Well, if in if they're just mad in the moment and two days later they're feeling better about their significant other, they're still going to remember that you shit talk them, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a tough line to walk. I think it, it's entirely dependent on how comfortable you are with the person you're giving the advice to. Yeah, that's so, fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we all have never given bad advice. Is <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate conclusion to this only one. Only gems. Only, only gems. Only but, the person. Well, Bennett was talking about bad advice that he had gotten. Yes. I'm interested. To okay. Hear. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so long story short, I like maybe six, seven years ago, I had gotten out of a tumultuous relationship, and um, and I was talking to my mom about it, and my mom is the queen mm-hmm. of giving awful advice, <laughs> and I love my mom more than anything in this world, but. She said to me, and, the, and and I'm 24, 25 at this point in time, she said, you know what, find a girl that you don't necessarily want to spend the rest of your life with, but that you could raise a child with. And I'm sitting there and I'm huh? like, Mom, are you advising me to have a child <laughs> out of wedlock? And she essentially said yes and i said mom you've given me some pretty bad advice in my day. this is not the starting point necessarily <laughs> yeah. and, and that's when i realized my mom just wants a grandchild yeah um, yeah like, it's, again, it's not necessarily like the bad like the life choice it's just like the the motives there are just so transparent uh, right like she's literally telling me to get in the baby mama drama like <laughs> For the sake of giving her a grandchild. And I'm like, Mom, you know what? I don't I don't really want to pay child support for the next like eighteen years of my life. Like just because you want to spoil a baby like twice a year during Christmas and its birthday. Shout out to mom though for just like shooting her shot. Dude, like, my mom, that's a thing. Like my like that's that's honestly like I feel like my mom might be so far ahead of her time. Like where wow. she's just giving like like just just Rather than having a child out of wedlock with somebody you don't like, have it with somebody you do like. It's yeah. like, man, my yeah. mom's throwing knowledge darts over here. It's impressive. <laughs> Absolutely impressive. Somebody you can see yourself liking for at minimum, for like maximum 18 years, and yeah. then just, yeah, out the well, door. Like, find, find a good friend to hump. Like, right, done. Quote from David's mom. <laughs> yeah, no, my mom's my mom's giving me some grimy advice. <laughs> is, that, is that the new... Um, be smart about being stupid that we're going to end every show with. Have fun with with someone you could see humping. Uh, Let's go to the next question. (laughs) Moving on. We're going to move on to, again, we cover such a wide breadth and scope on this podcast. If you were a farm animal, which would you be and why? (laughs) Shit. Hmm. Oh, man. The Brose podcast at its fullest right here. I'm trying to plumb like... Drawing the line at farm animals here. I'm trying are we, to, yeah, like, standard try- American farm or like any farm animal. That's a good question. Uh, so, wh- what are you thinking of specifically that wouldn't fall under the traditional American farm animal definition? Well, like <laughs> I feel like most people wouldn't really consider alpacas a farm animal as much as just like you really mm. like alpacas, so you dedicated <laughs> a portion of your yard to it. I mean, um, that that could be farmed because you farm them or you raise them for, for wool. Yeah. Or for their okay. yeah for wool so yeah you you could definitely be an alpaca on a farm. I'm not saying I am. I'm just using that as an example. I'm curious. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
I certainly, when they mentioned farm animals, I was picturing like the old McDonald mm-hmm. style of, of farm animal. Yeah, but that's why I asked. But um, look, if, I'll accept. I'll accept alpacas. If Stardew Valley can have rabbits and ducks, rabbits count as 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 farm mm-hmm. animals. Then I think alpacas count. Mm-hmm. Rabbits definitely count, though. Yeah, pigs were the animal that like dominated during Animal Farm, right? Weren't I think, the pigs like in charge? I think so. Okay, I, I, I think I'm rolling. I'm thinking I'm rolling with pigs then. <laughs> in this dystopian farm future that I've that uh, that I'm imagining, I think pig would probably be the one. And also, it's like you hear pigs are the animal that you get like all the. The thing about pigs is you get it's like the animal that's always getting like the oh pigs look like they're just sloppy and but actually they're the smartest cleanest animals <laughs> on the farm like it's like they're getting like a lot of undue love for being a fucking pig <laughs> and <laughs> it's always like oh a pig could run for president so uh, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the pig because I want a lot of that like undue like dolphin love where it's just like dolphins yeah. are actually the second smartest creature on the planet give me a break you're a dolphin <laughs> I'd, if you were so smart you wouldn't be in the water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> idiot. Stupid idiot. <laughs> I'd so get a job, dolphin. Never seen a dolphin driving a car. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dolphins. Living off the state. <laughs> I'd go horse. That's a pretty good pick. Like, it's a good pick. They're fucking majestic, mm-hmm. and they're fast. They're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wait, and none of those it... encompass me, and that's what I want to be. It's <laughs> your aspirational this is your farm escape, animal, escapist farm animal. <laughs> exactly. Was the question what we want to be or what we are? Uh, the question is not what's the worst advice you've been given. That's the one I picked up, though. Uh, it's uh, if you were a far- uh, you know oh. it does say what would you be and why. Um. I think you could. It can be aspirational. You then, can, then yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you be? I would choose to be a horse I, because they're majestic yeah. and fast and shit. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I think you so take I that think, a couple different ways. Yeah, I think I'd be a horse because I'm moody as shit, and horses are really moody. <laughs> Is that a thing for horses? <laughs> yeah, they can. They can be. They can have attitudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, okay. They don't like being ordered around. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bennett, what would you be? I think I'd probably, uh, I'm going to go off the board here. I think I'd probably be a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say, honestly, because, uh, horses get bred and, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you have the, the male and the female Yeah. and, uh, I'm not going to go on, I'm not going to go on the science behind it. <laughs> Area man wishes to fuck horse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, that's like, I, I watched a documentary one time and it was on, on horse breeding mm-hmm. and. Was it Mr. Just... Hands? <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, let's pop on Twitter. Yeah, I remember I remember watching an episode of Mr. Ed, and, and Mr. Ed had some really good advice. Like, don't try to have sex with another thoroughbred who you want to be with for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> be with one that you think you can just have a, a nice calf with. or What is it? Calf or foal? I, yeah, what is it for? Uh, I, I, I believe it's a calf. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was a calf, sure. but... But I mean, like uh, that kind of leads me back into my mom just doing everything that she can to have a grandchild. So, uh, Here's your horse, mom. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, my mom wants me to clearly be a horse, like a nice stud. And, um, I believe that's what it's called. So yes, yeah. So yeah, I would say you know everyone mm-hmm. wants to make their uh, mom proud. So who, know, there I am. Who was that dictator politician guy that uh, John Oliver covered it was, um, about horses? Oh, uh, no. Ga- right. Gaddafi? No, it no. was, it was. Uh, I I can't pronounce his name, but I'm not even gonna try. Never it's mind. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's I think he's like uh, you know, Eastern countries. European. Yeah. yeah. 
that loved horses. All right, we'll we'll pull it up. But anyway, so so you you've, there's an Eastern European dictator who loved horses. Just just the thought, like, oh crap, this guy who's terrible is gonna love all of us because we are now horses. Oh, he loves fucking loves horses. He, yeah. Um, he also, children won't leave. Oh my alone. god, this name is impossible. Exactly. Uh, Gubaguli. Bur- oh no. Yeah. <laughs> ne- never mind. You don't. Yeah. yeah. Gurbanguli. President Gurbanguli. You're talking about horses. Yeah. He's the uh, he's the president of Turkmenistan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Turkmenistan. Wait, is that actually a place? It's, yes. It's, yes. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Like that. That's alleged a, country Turkmenistan. That sounds like a place that you'd hear about. Like you ever watch show Twenty Four? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Twenty Four is yeah. amazing. Like they, they ma- yeah, excellent show. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. But mm-hmm. I mean, like they make up country names and shit like mm-hmm. that, and it's just like. Like oh Turkmenistan, <laughs> yeah, sure, totally, yeah, <laughs> sure. It's like this. It's like uh, the second country that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen had on his list before he picked Kazakhstan for uh, Borat. Yeah, <laughs> right. uh, Sean, what farm animal would you be? I think I'm gonna side with Matt on the pig. Hell yeah, yeah. Smart, Let's go smartest, and also like. I think the the uh, expectations are so low. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so true. constantly That's exceeding true. them. I'm That's a pig. You know what do you want from me? Um, and everybody wants a taste of you because I mean you know you got, you got a delicious bacon, belly. Got, yeah, That's yeah. true. We would be slaughtered immediately, but also we'd have a we'd have a short but very fulfilling life because it's just eating, 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 eating. Yeah, dude. Everybody wants a piece of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, if pigs escape from their enclosure, this is not a joke. Like they just take over the area they escape from. It's like an actual problem. Wait, what do you wait? What explain Pigs this again? Are really efficient when they're away from farms because they can eat anything and they're kind of terrifying. They can hold on, so they're more efficient. So what do they do? Like, do they just like Shanghai the other animals? Yeah, they're, they're like, like an yeah, invasive they just species. Eat whatever they can find. Oh, okay, and hang okay, out okay. In the woods, and if you try to take them out, they just charge you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, like wild boars are like open hunting yeah. in Hawaii because they cannot control them. Yeah, mm. they do in Florida too. Like, there's parts of Florida that are just like wild boars hiding in the woods like there was a there was a retreat i was on yeah. that like these this this these two people who were wandering around let's be honest probably macking in the woods uh <laughs> yeah. came back to the place we were staying there was a boar oh, ah! look, if 40 to 50 wild boars come running at your children what are you gonna do <laughs> find, find more find more children <laughs> also if you're alone with your lady in the middle of the woods and suddenly a boar charges at you that sounds like the, one of the worst experiences. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. It's probably not not gonna that bode well for your relationship. Like, yeah, like your lady's charges? your lady's already like really pissed off because she's alone in the woods with you. Yeah, <laughs> get so, back finally alive. It's the so worst second date of my life. I swear I'm only gonna do this five more times before we break up. Uh, have you ever stalked someone on social media? That is the next question. <laughs> I feel like this question is targeted towards you, David Bennett. <laughs> Uh, let me go last. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, hmm. I've like, periods. Yes. Yeah. And I've also like spent a lot of time looking for people that I used to know, trying to find them on social yes. media, like an, a lot where you're like going through old friends and then friends of friends, like friend mm-hmm. uh, list of like, I'm going to find this person. I know they they exist. Or like, I don't want them to be dead. Yeah, <laughs> and now yeah. I need to know <laughs> for my own edification. Yeah. But I don't know if I've, no, I definitely have. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, absolutely have. In my in my single days, uh huh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it definitely happened. Uh, and it, it's toned down considerably since then to a point of zero. It was always but... lurking, though. Mm-hmm. I'm, that I need to be clear about that. Like, I was never engaging with the person. Yeah. Like, t- like sending the message. Like, when you see, like, hey, 
you and then, like slut yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> better than you yeah it was never like that it would just be like i would you know you just kind of like it is the lurking behavior that facebook encourages Indeed. like to, yeah. to or facebook or twitter or what have you where you you can just look at other people's profiles and pictures and so on and so forth without ever engaging with them uh, unless you accidentally press the like button and then you have to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Those are the rules. <laughs> um, Tim Bolger, have you ever stalked someone on social media? I can't say I've stalked them, but I'm with Sean. I've definitely lurked. Yeah. Like, I've lurked relatively numerous occasions for mm-hmm. different reasons. Like mm-hmm. if I haven't seen someone for a while, I'll be like, oh, cool. What have you been up to? Yeah. Or if it's like, I don't know if this person is going to be crazy or not, I'll just like start skimming and it's like, all right, how many inspirational quotes with minions do you have in your profile? Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. If I'm going to continue talking to you or not. Yeah, yeah. A lot of memes with like the, the minions also think that, uh, <laughs> that that the wall should be built. And like it's just, yeah. Uh, you, you do find that people just veer off a, a very far track when uh, you haven't seen them for a few years. Rich? Um, I, yeah, like... <laughs> I will get the occasional, like, suggested friend. Ben is staring out the window, like, trying to prepare himself for his turn. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the occasional, like, hey, you should be friends with this person. And yeah. I'll be, oh, yeah, she's pretty cute. And I'll click and check mm-hmm. and see who I'm actually mutual friends with with that person to see if I'm close with them. Mm-hmm. And then try to find out about them or... um if there's somebody that I do have interest in and I'm close with a mutual friend, mm-hmm. I'll keep an eye to see if, hey, are they single yet? Are they single yet? <laughs> but I'm not like, I'm not like dedicating life to Is your to boyfriend it. dead yet? I believe it's <laughs> scouting. I, it's more of like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. it's been like a month since I last saw your profile and mm-hmm. came up on Suggested. Are they, st- are they still dating? <laughs> It's like you have like a scout, like just like this is not gonna be the first round pick in the draft for you, but like you have a scout out there just sort of keeping an eye in case something develops, you know? Yeah, yeah, just making an eye. Anyway, uh, listen, we're, we're waiting for the main course here, and David Bennett, uh, this is this is like the question for you. Like I just serve the appetizer. Now bring in the entree. Dude, you guys are so G-rated with this. <laughs> if, you're, if you're checking somebody's, hold on. Dude, my fucking dad just keeps calling me. Oh. He's probably telling me how bad his fantasy football team sucks. Anyway, oh boy. Um, Pull that mic a little closer to you. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, you're good. If you're only checking girls' profile like once a month, dude, you're not truly stalking. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta <laughs> you gotta be checking the profile like three to four times a day. <laughs> and if you're asking if I've ever done that, the answer is absolutely. <laughs> and dude, I, I've stalked so much, I should be serving ten to twenty right now. <laughs> well, like, it's I uh, and 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 I won't name actual names right now, but like. It's it's creepy when you can be like you know what like I I thought it was really fascinating when you traveled to Montreal in 2012. <laughs> you only started stalking yeah. the girl like six weeks ago. Yeah. But um. But yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I I think everybody has mm-hmm. like everybody's had a crush and everybody's like this is the social media era where it's like we all want to do a little research. Little. It's 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 like. It's like doing a uh, research paper and Googling something. Yeah. It's like you you want to find more about this person to find out what they're into and mm-hmm. things like that. So. I think anybody that says that they haven't truly, uh, like, okay, stalking, yeah, bad term, <laughs> but 
um, saying that you haven't done some background research mm-hmm. on somebody. Oh no, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, yeah. Like I went through Mary's stuff when we mm-hmm. like when we were started like talking. You, yeah, you, you, you met her. Mm-hmm. You yeah. married her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So she checked out. Yeah, so right. it was fine. <laughs> yeah, she packed, she she passed the FBI background test. But yeah, like, yeah. And and that's the thing. It's like yeah. Um, Especially when you're trying to like when you're on the prowl when er, mm. another creepy term. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. When you're when you're uh, you know when, when you're, you're when you're pursuing somebody. Yeah, it's sure, like yeah. hey, you know what? Like I see that you like to travel. I see mm. that you like this band. I see that you yeah, like, yeah. like comedy shows, shit yeah. like that. And 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 that's where I think like it's more research than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are situations where it's like you go a little overboard. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, uh, it's a it's a vice like anything else, and we've all a hundred percent done that before. And like anyways, sure. like oh, I've never been, you know, I've never done anything like that on social media. They're, they're, they fall into the class, you, class of they fall into the class of people that like brag about not owning a TV. Like it's like right. no, nah, no, come on, <laughs> G- give me a I break. Do feel like yeah, Bolter. I do feel conflicted about it though. Like, I feel like you can get to a certain point where it's like, I feel like, I know they put it on Facebook, so it's pretty much out there anyways, but I feel like I'm invading somebody's privacy at a personal level if I go too far, you know what I mean? So I hit a point where it's like, I'm getting basic information, and then I'm like, all right, I don't really want to go any further, because I'd feel weird about it. Yeah, it's it's tough, because like, you are putting out in public, but at the same time, you also, whenever you're writing something, like if I post something about politics, and then like a week later write about something sports related it's very clear that i have friends who are more interested in the sports thing than the politics thing and vice versa but everybody can see it like you're you're writing for different mm-hmm. audiences yeah. quote unquote even though it's all going in the same place um right. but i don't know i mean I, as far as guilt is concerned yeah there's always like that pain but i think that's also like part of the the like the, the voyeuristic joy of it where it's like this person doesn't know that I'm on this page right now, but I am and like, mm-hmm. like the very creepy thing, but it's like the, you know, I can see that you get that, that sort of jolt out of it that way. That's very uh, pornographic of you, Matt. Uh, no, but the <laughs> thing is like it, there, there's also the reality of when you over research somebody, like every once in a while, it's like, you'll be like, Oh shit. Like mm-hmm. I, I have nothing more to learn about this person. Like, and it, 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 it takes the excitement out of getting to know somebody. Sure. So I think it's important to like, make sure that, Hey, you know, if you want to, if you want to check somebody's like Facebook page or something like that, or, or mm-hmm. um, you know, whatever it may be, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can do that, but don't like, don't obsess over somebody. Like yeah. that's definitely not healthy. Yeah. That's yeah. That, that borders on like, you're turning into like warping your reality. That's when it's point. like legit right. stalking. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, you, uh, you know, most of the stuff is like it's all jokes, but it's, like yeah. no. you know, make sure that you don't put a cap on. <laughs> uh, like you said, invade somebody's privacy. Yeah, like that's yeah. you don't want to do. Like that. you need like you need a guy like looking over your shoulder. So like after you've been like you know doing it for twenty minutes, just blow like an air horn. It's like <laughs> all right, you're out. <laughs> Time's up. Somebody else needs to take this. Agreed. It's as soon as you click like uh like click into a photo album that is more than. A month old. Yeah, that's what's like. No, nope, like Dorney Park, two thousand seven. <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly, like, oh, wait a minute. All right. The next question: Who would you like to get to know better? That's very broad, very open on this one. And the fact that it is right after the stalker question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I've been stalking Jane this girl. Smith on fourteen <laughs> Jones Avenue, and yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Uh, Mary put this question in, I think, specifically because I know that she wants to get to know you better, Bennett. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. uh, trust me, she's not missing much. <laughs> no, because we, we have, like, on multiple occasions, like, 
we end up near you at our at like our social events like weddings right. and stuff mm-hmm. yep. and you are one of the best conversationalists that we know like we legitimately love like the one-on-one time we get with you at those in those moments mm-hmm. and so i know mary is always like should i like text bennett and just be like i want to be friends with you and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> please i'm sure he would yeah yeah well that's that's just gonna prompt a, a text from me and, and and that's the thing like i think it's because like i like during during celebratory occasions i get uh unnaturally deep with people you, you do and yes. it, it probably has something to do with the alcohol in the system it also probably has something to do with you know whatever's going on in life but um no 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 i i truly appreciate that and, and <laughs> i've said the same thing about you guys so <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, we we uh we I think because you come here on Sundays for football, we we end up seeing you a lot during this time of year. Yeah, but pro football. And we uh yeah, then there's that whole whatever from February to August. <laughs> February to August, we just never see each other. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the other, the main problem with that is that uh with my current cable package, I don't get any Viacom channels, which means no Paramount channel, which means no uh, eight hours of Bar Rescue, which is my, which was my normal replacement for football for a few years, and uh, PlayStation View doesn't get uh, Paramount, so that that was genuinely the That's replacement for football, which was like, well, I used to watch eight hours of football on Sundays, but now instead, I'm just going to watch John Taffer. This place is disgusting! And that was a bonding Shut it down! Yeah. Shut that shit down! <laughs> this is your failure right here! And he's like holding like an empty beer bottle or something. Your kids hate you. <laughs> yeah, you always, you always like out of no, out of left field would bring in like a family issue, like that was unrelated to it. Like it was always like you know, like the, the glasses weren't clean. It's like this is why your wife left you. And, like, it's like whoa, John. You're wondering why your dick can't get hard. Cannot, okay, John, for the third cut time, that out for the for the third time, John. I told you this in confidence. This is a one on one session we had. Um, but yeah, so so no, that's that, that's interesting. So so. Maybe get get to know David Bennett better, and hopefully these next couple of sessions of Brose will allow for that. Mm. Um, is there anyone else in your life that you think that you would like to get to know a little better, like somebody who's on the periphery or somebody that you see every day but have like a very like surface level relationship with? Uh, my sister's fiance. Okay, that's a good um, one. They they just got en- they live with me. Mm-hmm. They just got engaged. They've been dating on and off for like five years or so. Okay, and it's like I know him a bit. We have similar interests in video games and stuff, but I don't really know much about him. I, he lives in my house, and I don't even have a cell phone number. Mm-hmm. So it's like... That I seems should, like a safety thing at that point. Like, yeah. you should have his number. I should, I should probably, seeing as how they're engaged, I should probably get to know him. Yeah. And like... You should find out his name first. Yeah, no. yeah I think it's... <laughs> J... J... I don't... Rosiv? Yeah. <laughs> Rosive, Remethy, something like is that. Is it Jensen? No. no, no. <laughs> that's, that's her. No, hold on, that's her name. It is, yeah. even though a lot of men are named Jensen. True. Uh, so so you'd like to get to know your sister's fiancé a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Uh, Bulger, is there anyone in your life that you'd like to get to know a little bit better? Yeah, it's Bennett. You yes! son of a bitch, oh. I was going to say you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Especially during like um, Tim's uh, bachelor party and the wedding. I have not had a conversation with you where I didn't feel like we just massively clicked. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I've never had a conversation with you outside of a hot tub. <laughs> I mean, which is also an ideal case. scenario. Unfortunately, <laughs> hot tubs don't follow you everywhere in life. Yo, can I can I point out that uh, yeah. so I was dating a girl. I, I obviously like the 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 hot tub that we're talking about is uh, at Tim's bachelor party. Yep, cabin in the Poconos. Yeah, um, I I. May or may not have fallen asleep in the hot tub. 
I may or may not have told the gal I was dating at that point in time that I was in a hot tub and probably going to disappear for three to four hours. And I caught some shit the next day when I texted her at 2 a.m. saying, hey, I'm going to bed. Because naturally, when when a dude is on uh, at a bachelor party, they just assume that boobs are in your face all day, every day. Yeah, yeah maybe it just, depends. It depends on the party, but yeah, yeah. I, I, there's, I, there's, there's always, there's always, always that like fantasy in the back of your head. Like, obviously, they're doing the the most animalistic thing. Like, we were, we were definitely at the Pleasure Dome for sure. Yeah, no, <laughs> the the thing is, the Pleasure Dome actually is a strip club. In oh, I know. The Poconos. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I what a great like, name. Yeah, I know it's great, dude, isn't it? It's wonderful. <laughs> it's absolutely wonderful. But um, but that's the thing. It's like usually when I'm on a bachelor party, like literally the last thing I want in my face is boobs, like which sounds like totally weird. But like no, I just want to hang out with my homies. But um, yeah, yeah. I agree. and that seems to be going away. I think as a as a norm for bachelor parties. Like yeah. I, I haven't been a single one where it's like we're gonna go to a strip club or like do like the, every. It's usually just like. Can we just have a couple of drinks and right. chill out? Maybe yeah. shoot a couple of paintballs or like go do something else. It's it's never like the stare. It's never like uh, the Hangover. It's never been like that. It's just I, it's very cliche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the last bachelor party I was at that people even entertained the idea of a strip club was like six years ago. Yeah, like yeah, and we were we were we went to New York City and mm-hmm. we were getting ready to get on a bus to come back and they're like. Oh, here's a strip club on the walk back to the bus station. It's yeah. like, no. Just yeah. no. I don't need that. Yeah, no good. So, Bulger would like to get to know Bennett a little bit better. Bennett would like to get to know Bulger a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, but I would also like to say that I would like to uh, get to know a couple of people better. Mm-hmm. I would like to get to know Sean and Mary better. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we actually, we did get very deep at your wedding. We Aww. did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I, I I would also like to get to know my uh, my cousin Jeff a lot better. Shout out to Jeff. Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Uh, he's um, so I don't have a very normal life, but Jeff is a very normal guy, mm-hmm. and he's a very ambitious guy, and I really like him. And um, you know, growing up, he was my favorite cousin. So I would like to get to know Jeff a lot better as well. Excellent. Jeff yeah. is a Je- Jeff is a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll tell Jeff I say hello. His last name isn't Bezos, is it? It is. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's him. What do you know? Um, who who do I want to get to know better? Um, Me. I live with you for three and a half years. <laughs> there's, if there's something I don't know about you at this point, it's a little bit. You've been hiding it from me. You put you it pretty in a much chest. know everything about. It's, it's been stuffed in a in a basement in the basement, in a basement in the basement. I'm definitely uh, the other the other uh, secret of today is that uh, I, we were definitely drinking before this session started because this <laughs> Eagles game was just a nightmare. Um, but anyway, so as far as people I'd like to get to know better, I genuinely. Like I, I feel like I've got a good relationship with my friends and my family, and I, and I will always want to know more about the people in my life. I don't really get anything beyond surface level from my coworkers, and that's probably by design because they're just your coworkers. But like, I don't know. It'd be nice to like, you know, get to talk to people that I sit with, you know, forty hours a week with about more than just you know what happened in the Phillies game last night or what's going on at this meeting that we have in 2 hours like, it'd be kind of nice to know a little bit more about mm-hmm. them outside of the workplace get you know in, you know get a little bit more of a substantive conversation going but i don't know i, I think that's that's the first thing that comes to mind is like those people who you don't think of first but you do spend you know 33% of your mm-hmm. week with yeah 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 good anything else yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks yeah. Uh, any other uh, thoughts on people you'd like to get to know a little bit better, Sean? Yeah. Oh. Hmm? Did, did you? Well, I. Did, so besides Bennett, then, 
Because that was Mary's pick. I don't want to steal her thunder. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to just be like, and also Bennett. But yeah. I, even though even though that is the case, and if we hung out, it would probably be <laughs> the three of us. Yeah. yeah. Heaven. <laughs> uh, I think I'd like to get to know my uh, like my siblings better, just because okay. we like we there's a pretty substantial difference between me and then my the next oldest in my family is six years younger than me i think and then my youngest sister is 12 years younger than me i think mm-hmm. and uh and so like after i moved out like we've not we haven't fallen out of touch but like they've grown into different people and we don't hang out like we used to we're not together all the time and i think it's similar it's it's kind of like the inverse of your co-workers where yes. you take it for granted that you have a good rela- like we have a good relationship but like we haven't hung out really right in a real meaningful way in a long time and i'd like yeah. to do that that is tricky when you like you like you said you just sort of fall back on your laurels and it's like well we hung out all the time for a while but you realize it's been you know 7 8 9 months since you went and just were like yo let's go get dinner or let's go grab a beer cuz yeah. it's a weird thing to have to think about doing with your siblings for a period of time but like at a certain point you kind of have to cuz you're living apart yeah uh you, you know you all have different you know work schedules or school schedules or what have you so you do have to sign of course sort of say let's you know, me and my younger brother or older sister or what have you. Let's well, yeah. Go out. And it's gonna be it's gonna be weird now because I'm gonna like my brother lives in Virginia now, and so I'm gonna ha- I'm going to have to just be like call him on the phone and be like, what's what's going on in yep. your life? Yep. So yeah, so it's anathema in, in today's day and age. Yeah, but, like it's it's, it's you have only, to do it. Yeah, it's the only way I'm gonna get to talk to him. So, yeah. any other thoughts on people you'd like to get to know better? Yeah, um, I'd still like to get to know myself better a little bit. Oh, I feel turn like it inward. I still kind of yeah, not to like do like a generic or weird answer. Please go right ahead. But um, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes um, I'm still acting in ways that I don't really uh, anticipate <sighs> that I'll want to act ahead of time. So like I'll have a conversation with someone, for instance, and I'll like say something to them or approach it in a different way than I thought that I would, okay. or I would think in a different way, and I I wish I understood how i was going to react to things better are you so thinking are, are is that like um and i understand this a little bit better is that like you act a different way around a different group of people than you do like you know differently around your coworkers than you do your friends or different around like one group of friends than another group of friends or is it something uh, different no just like it, internally my idea of myself is different than i actually represent myself in practice and i wish i understood that better um can i can i jump in here yeah go right ahead tim i I so I think what you're saying and and please correct me if I'm wrong is like you're you're a smart intelligent person. I look at all of us as being like intelligent people, but sometimes we we so I guess we give better advice than maybe we we or we we're smarter people than maybe the way that we act. Yes. So like sometimes we act on things like out of emotion and um you know it's very easy to like kind of sit back and and be level-headed about something uh but then when it comes time to actually acting that way like maybe we act out of emotion and i i don't know like is is that what you're saying like what do you think yeah yeah that's along those lines just uh yeah acting either on emotion or on information that i didn't think that would interest me at the time um and just like i would have an idea like I got I got home today from seeing my parents, for instance, and I was like, I'm probably just gonna go upstairs, hang out on my computer, and chill until we end up recording. Mm-hmm. Instead, I got home and I just started cleaning, 
And I'm like, I didn't expect myself to do that. I appreciate that I did, but I had no idea I'd go in that direction. You get the weird urges from different. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, yeah. that's what you're feeling at that point. It's like, you know, am I going to yeah. wake up today? I've had days where I'm like, oh, God, I had like a late night last night or something. There's no way I'm getting anything done on, yeah. like on Saturday morning or something. And then those are the mornings that I'll wake up at 7 in the morning and like go to the gym, go to the grocery store, like get all my meals prepped for the whole week. And then other days when I get plenty of sleep, I wake up and just be like, nah, I'm just going to like play video games all day. But I, I yeah. think like... I I think oftentimes like we we give advice like we're very level headed people, but often like maybe we don't act. We don't handle our own situations like we're level headed people like we yeah. let emotion creep in. Do as and, I say, not as I do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like for me personally, it's like I can give you good advice. I can give you really good advice. But like then when it comes time where I'm dealing with some shit. Maybe I don't really deal with it the best way humanly possible. And mm -hmm. like, maybe I should kind of step back from the situation and handle it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's maybe like kind of what Tim's alluding to. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, so one thing that comes with being a parent and having to dole out advice like all day, every day is it because it's so present, it, it becomes a little bit easier to take that step back and be like, and like, take your, take, like, I've done shit that I'm like, what would I tell Jacob to do in this situation? And be like, okay, I, I, you know, like, and it, it kind of helps you because there is a, a real physical person. It helps you take that step back a little bit more easily because there is right. something to direct that towards. But that doesn't mean that I'm still not like, no, Jake, you can't have ice cream. You ate pizza for dinner. You probably shouldn't have ice cream too. And then he goes to sleep and then I eat ice cream. Like yeah, that's of course. Right. Like <laughs> it's, it doesn't, it's not a perfect system, but I think it does help a lot, especially emotionally. With like, what would I tell Jake, and if he were in the situation, would mm -hmm. like? That's interesting. Yeah, that's the interesting way of putting it. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, that's kind of like I used to think. Like ten years ago, I used to think I had everything figured out. Like I'm 32 right now. 20 at 22, I used to think I knew the world. But then, as time goes on, you learn a little bit more about the world, and you realize you didn't really have anything figured out. It's mm -hmm. um the, yeah. the Dunning Kruger effect. Right. You think like right. as a, as a young adult, you think you have all this shit figured out, and then you learn more about the world, and you're like, well, ooh. <laughs> like the, the the more you go on, the the, yeah. the more years you live, you the more you realize you did not have anything. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and continue not to. Yes. Right. Like I still don't know what the fuck is going all, on. Oh yes, it's the continued <laughs> like, set of like the only thing I know is how much I don't know, and I try to learn from that yeah, as I go for along. Sure, yeah. Dude, yeah. For sure. So, yeah. The next question is a. Thick boy. Thick oh, boy. my God. Oh, boy, it's a thick boy. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, man, I'm going to put my microphone down. Yeah, you guys, everybody, just, just take five on this one. Uh, this is submitted by one of our, our best listeners, Brian Everett. In one of the recent Brose episodes, the bros talked about food and cooking and how gross some of those eating competitions can be. I think Alex mentioned that he eats wonderfully and cleanly all week, so he has 87 hot dogs over the weekend. Uh, editor's note, that was me. Uh, and I totally relate. But my question for you, based on this conversation, is has there ever been a food that you've eaten and thought, oh my god, why did I have such an attitude towards this healthy item for my whole life? This is great. For me recently, this was apples. I hated eating apples my whole life because of the texture, because of the texture, I guess. But now I'm eating them all the time and dropping the pounds because of this midlife maturation. And I love them. Great shows all. Hope all is well with the new weddings and babies. Submitted by Brian Everett. Is anyone else having a baby? Like, that was, I mean, listen, I, Brian, appreciate um, the, the guys, being considerate here. But oh, here we go. Richie's I'm pregnant. actually, I'm pregnant. Oh, man. Can, here, Benny, you can feel him kicking. <laughs> 
Somebody else answer because I'm just I'm so I'm so happy right now. Um, so has there ever been a healthy food that you were just like no no chance until later on in life when you're like actually this healthy food is pretty solid. Cauliflower, mozzarella sticks, <laughs> walnuts. Yep, walnuts. Okay, walnuts. I'm eating them right now. Ooh, I almonds. Almonds is a good yeah, one. There's there's a lot for me. Like I used to hate almonds. You used to hate almonds. I used to hate almonds right. when I was a kid, and then they're so good. I recently i I started eating like the chocolate dusted almonds from uh, mm-hmm. uh, Blue Diamond, and then I just started getting regular almonds. And they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I don't like raw tomatoes, but I used to just hate raw tomatoes, like on salads and everything. And now I'm like, okay, this is pretty good, and it's good for you and everything. So like, I'm I'm good with raw tomatoes. Um. Spinach is another one. Like I didn't like spinach for a while. Now I love spinach. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you, Sean? Uh, I got real into. I'm I'm on like a vegan cheese kick right now. Ooh, I'm into it. What do you? Do? What is? What constitutes vegan cheese? I what think do you it's put just like it? cheese made of like nuts or whatever. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's basically you make milk out of nuts. We, curdled curdled almond. Milk, yeah, basically. we made uh we made a vegan mac and cheese one time, Mary and I for uh I. I forget who for someone else mm-hmm. and it was basically just uh it was just hummus like it was just noodles and hummus which was pretty good but i had there is at uh sabrina's which is there's one in philly and there's one in uh collingswood mm-hmm. and i got their vegetarian cheesesteak and it came with vegan cheese and their vegan cheese was so good really and i was like maybe i'll just stop eating dairy not like because i want to be a vegan just because like i don't milk grosses me out and so, like, and like, cheese is not good for you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Fundamentally, the problem with dairy is that, like, yes, there's the fundamental thing of like, you're not supposed to eat dairy. Humans are the only creature that eats, you know, their own mother's milk and everything like yeah. that. But the counterpoint is, is it's delicious. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I it just milk on its own grosses me out. But I'm like, maybe I'll cut out cheese because I've done it before, but I haven't really had like, I I think like on principle, I was like, I don't want to have vegan cheese because it okay. sounds dumb. But like it's fine. It does the if if it's good, it does the job. Mm-hmm. Like it just has the same texture yeah. and the kind of saltiness that you're looking for, and that's all cheese really needs to be. Okay, that's yeah. a good one. So vegan cheese is a good one. Yeah. Um, also and- Brussels sprouts. Ooh. Yeah. 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 That was they were that- like garbage when I was like early teens or mm-hmm. like young adult, and then just I don't know what point it happened, but suddenly they're great. Yeah. I, I think I've, people. I don't, Go ahead. I don't think I've ever had like plain. Brussels sprouts are always covered in bacon grease and bacon and butter. Yeah, so I think I can't, people. I can't count that personally. Not for you guys, just me personally. Yeah, I can't count that. I think people finally figured out how to make them because when I was a kid, my parents would try like boiling them, and they're yeah. so gross. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nasty. But if you like saute no, them with some garlic and stuff, yeah, so good. It's weird yeah, when you add flavor to food, <laughs> like because it's, it's the way it's been for years, and like it's just. You put garlic and like a little bit like onion powder or something like it's gonna taste good or like mm-hmm. actual chopped up yeah. onions. Yeah, yeah. Sauteed yeah, zucchini, yeah. same thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I do. I've gotten into zucchini recently too. Zucchini. I was cool with zucchini without anything on it too. I though. thought it was the same thing as a like cucumber right. for so long. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> My wife just yelled at me because at some point, so it's like just like three or four weeks ago, uh, they were out of like gold bar. They were out of Gold Bar zucchini. I'm just like, well, I'm just going to get the next closest thing. They were out of like all the zucchini, so I'm just going to grab three cucumbers. And she was like, I'm going to saute these. You can't saute cucumbers. I'm like, 
try me. Good if you try. And uh, I mean, and justifiably, she was absolutely correct. You're not supposed to saute cucumbers, but I was, you know, I was like my my standoffish mode where I'm like, no, you can absolutely do it. Spaghetti squash is so good. It is so good. Mm-hmm. I've been vindicated, by the way, by this by this yeah. revelation that I wasn't the only one who did. It looks the way. same. Um, but yeah, so spaghetti squash is a good one. Um, chickpeas. Chickpeas are a very good one. I I think I yeah. might have had them like once or twice growing up, and they were just like eh, whatever. But like you put chickpeas on damn near anything now, and it's it's tasty. Honestly, hummus. I used to hate hummus. Ooh. And okay. then like I think it was a year or so ago, Alex made hummus for something, mm-hmm. and I just I couldn't stop eating it. Hummus is really good. Yeah. 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 yeah you late, bro. You late. Yeah. <laughs> you late to the hummus game. Uh, all right. Let's see. What's the next question here? Oh, what is your favorite celebrity scandal? Oh, man. Um, Guy Fury and the lead singer of Smash Mouth are the same person. <laughs> that's not a scandal. That's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, and it's fact. also not a conspiracy theory because it's true. You're about ten episodes late on yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. We're talking. Yeah, we're talking like uh, like Guy Fieri and the guy from Smash Mouth like got into a knife fight or like they're arguing on Twitter or something. We're looking for something in that window. What's your favorite celebrity scandal? Um, the uh, Janet Jackson Super Bowl nip slip. <laughs> Just because, mostly because, and this goes a little into the conspiracy, but more because a lot of people thought that it was staged and meant to happen and not accidental. Okay. And, and like, it was scandalous for its time, definitely. And I think even technically now it's still kind of... I mean, you still can't do that on national TV. Yeah. But it's, I think that the tastes have changed a little bit as well. Wait, wait, wait. Do you guys not think that was meant to happen? Uh, I have no uh, real thought on it, to be honest with you. I think it was absolutely. You think it was meant to happen? Yeah, yeah. I think that absolutely. was intentional. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's there's supposed to be an item of clothing that was supposed to come off, and the story was that he ripped the wrong item of clothing off. Uh-huh. But also, I, I do agree that like if you're if you just get if you have an article of clothing that's designed to be torn off, like tearaway pants or something like that, and you grab the wrong thing, the wrong thing shouldn't tear off just as easily. <laughs> like, dude, it shouldn't be like a, a like a Hulk Hogan beater. Yeah, <laughs> where like he's in the middle of the ring and he just tears it off, like hey, brother, like, <laughs> brother, brother, man. Uh, Get your vitamins. So anyway, so celebrity scandal. So so the 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 Janet Jackson uh, Nipplegate is the mm-hmm. is a good one. Uh, Bennett, do you have a favorite celebrity scandal? <laughs> yes. Oh nah. boy, I, you are all in a celebs, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I I like the I no yes <laughs> yes yes. You, do you sit uh, there watching Beverly Hill uh, Housewives or something like that? Whoa, yeah. Real I mean, yeah. Do you not? <laughs> I mean, like they're they're kind of babes. Like even though they're all fifty and like have more Botox in them than I do blood, but like. <laughs> Scandals. Okay, scandals. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, uh, Kim Kardashian or Ray J? Oh, oh okay. That's a good yeah. one. What a good I mean, one. Throwback, throwback Sunday. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, there's nothing better than having a sex tape, uh, air quotes, leak, and air quotes, and then having your mother pimp you out. Mm. Uh, I mean, it kind of reminds me of, like, I don't know, what my mom would do. Mm-hmm. I love your mom. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, like. As long as we get our grandbabies, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, like that's, I think that's honestly, like, if you think about it, like the Kardashians, other than OJ Simpson, like nobody knew who the Kardashians were 15 years ago. Yeah. And they built an empire off of a porn tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like that's 
that's genius. Like I, uh, it, it sounds insane. It sounds immoral. I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would say that's honestly my favorite, uh, my favorite scandal or, or whatever, however we're defining it. No, that's good. That's good. Sean, do you have a favorite celebrity scandal? Yeah, I was just looking at a list of celebrity scandals. <laughs> and uh, when uh, Kanye uh, went, was with Mike Myers on TV and said, George Bush does not care oh, about black people. Because yeah. I just remember this. It, it was, was during Katr- the Katrina. It was Katrina. Yeah, yeah it's, I, was, I was just, <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Yeah. And it was such, and like, it's just, he's gotten so much. I don't know if he, he's he's just so out there all the time being so extra about everything. Hmm. I don't know. It's just like that was like it was like whispers. Mm-hmm. That was the whispers. Well, that yeah. was that was kind of the 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 beginning of the Kanye storm. Yeah. Like he did that and then if I remember correctly, he stormed the stage for the VMAs yeah. and two yeah. like, years Beyonce should have won this. Yes. Yeah. And um you know, then he's doing everything like you know with with the current president and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. you know, oh yeah, uh, which you know that's fine. Like whatever. I think he's you want now Secretary of politi- Defense, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, 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 without a doubt. Like, yeah. and no, he's, he's vice president. He's allegedly uh, yeah. like he's saying he's going to run for president. Like it's almost like it was the beginning. I I don't want to say the beginning of the end because I mean like he's had an illustrious career oh, yeah. since then, but mm-hmm. like. It was the beginning of the craziness for Kanye. It was the yeah. beginning of like the his his ability to to rap and produce, taking a, a seat back seat to the sideshow. Yeah, right. That like, yeah. His, uh, he has bipolar be- stuff showed up. Yeah, what's that? That's about when his bipolar stuff showed up. Right. Like, oh, like, the music you mean? It was no, no, no. He's bipolar. That's when the symptoms. Oh, oh, up. okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like I don't I don't have the exact timeline, but like his mother passed away. He did that. Yeah. He um. He 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 did the Taylor Swift stuff. Like it was all kind of in the same like, yeah, the yeah. same range. Seemed like three or four year period. I mean, fame makes people crazy, but like yeah. that that was honestly, it, like right now we are in the era where somebody does something crazy. Like even like look at like you know unfortunately like like mass shootings and things like that. People give a shit about these things for two three days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, nobody really cares about them. Yeah, sure. And that's the unfortunate thing about the world that we're living in. Hmm. How long did you hear about that? Like, I know months. Yeah, <laughs> like even years. Yeah, like George Bush does not care about black people. Yeah, like that is a quote you still hear to this day. Yeah, what is that? 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was yeah. like the first silo, like the the first salvo in this this type of thing. You 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 can say Donald Trump doesn't care about black people, and not only. Will nobody disagree with you? But yeah, but but you will hear about it for thirty seconds, and right. it won't happen. Like that was the first thing. Like you took that kind of of attack towards a sitting U.S. president. That was huge yeah. in two thousand and six. Right. Yep. Because this is like this is when social media wasn't so enormous. Yep. Like everything, mm-hmm. everything wasn't like people didn't have their iPhones up everywhere they yeah. went. Like this is like we're all like. I watched that live. Yeah. That that telethon that was going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh holy <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. He just called the president racist. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like if you think Donald like if 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 he thought George Bush was controversial. Yeah. Like holy shit. He was shit. nothing yeah. for 2017 and beyond. But it's it's very interesting. And like I mean I'm not I'm not putting my my political opinion out there, but like if you thought George Bush was controversial <laughs> 
Like Don Trump. Yeah, yeah Don. Don you're backing uh, my man. Yeah, yeah what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, the thing so, is, like, actually, this is my guy. Yeah. So <laughs> this so, guy loves black people. Yeah. So we won't go any further on that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I Bolger, who is your celebrity? Um, the the celebrity <laughs> scandal you love the most. After that, this is going to seem ridiculous, but uh, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman being arrested. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Brose podcast going from <laughs> racism to Pee Wee Herman masturbating. Yeah, no question. I thought I he was mean, talking just about just the, the popularity of his show. Oh, the, cool. the, ima- yeah. the imagery of that by itself. It is. Oh, thanks for ruining my day, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> problem. I got you, fam. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, good for him for bouncing back and maybe making another Pee Wee Herman yeah. after that. Yeah. Like, it is. It is phenomenal that like this prominent like children's show host is suddenly like yeah it's like the, the it's a complete 180 from like what the yeah. expectations um mine is still i've never in my life gotten as much enjoyment sad or not as i did out of like charlie sheen's complete meltdown um <laughs> that that two week period or so where he was just like i have tiger blood in my veins i'm always <laughs> winning all the time that set the stage for every celebrity online meltdown that 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 followed you're it. right like like to, to bring a different story into it, like antonio brown the the receiver for the patriots who was just cut and he's done some like awful shitty things in allegedly. addition allegedly but in in just in football he did shitty things yeah. to get onto the patriots exactly like setting setting his now legal problems aside like he like he was gonna retire because he couldn't wear his 10 year old helmet he you know <laughs> fucked up his feet and cried <laughs> allegedly uh he, he was you know he had cryogenic you know, he tried jack therapy on his feet and they came in mangled. He threatened to punch his GM in the face and called Allegedly. him a cracker. <laughs> punted a football and told him to find me for that. And like, just every, everything. <laughs> like all the stories that come out, like he, he, like he walked around his house like with a, with a painter there working on his house allegedly uh wearing nothing but a, an alleged washcloth and like all this stuff is it, this came this is nothing now because of charlie sheen in 2011 you know walking around doing coke all day talking about how much he's winning allegedly allegedly there, there was a huge string of like major celebrity meltdowns like that uh mel gibson comes to mind as well like yep 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 um uh, uh, Amanda no, but, no, 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 no! Like, can I, can I bounce off that? Like, dude, that is like the Mel Gibson thing. Like, Mel Gibson was like, I think he won like Sexiest Man of the Year at one point in, yeah. in the nineties. Like, dude, nobody knows these people. No, no, like, absolutely not. You can, you can, like, I've seen what women want. Like, Mel <laughs> yeah. Gibson is an absolute dreamboat. But at the end of the day, it's like you do not know who these people are, mm-hmm. especially when they're off their meds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's like that's that's a scary thing about Hollywood is when we when we sit here and we look at these people as being like something more than they actually are. Mm-hmm. It's you know I mean yeah like, I see that happening with Chris Pratt now. I think is the best example of that where it's like I think a lot of people are looking to him as this like wholesome, like real you know great dude but like you don't know him yeah, yeah. you don't know who he is well, yeah. it was him and he was married to anna ferris uh, anna ferris and they it was like anna ferris, uh, anna ferris. <laughs> anna ferris. They, and they were they were it seemed like a great relationship and everything and then they recently divorced and, and then he got married like six weeks later or something yeah. like that yeah wow yeah so yeah, it's like people. yeah and yeah but i do think with charlie sheen one of the good things that came out of that it, it kind of brought 
the mental health conversation to the forefront because i think our ethos was different then like kanye now makes me more sad mm-hmm. like i'm not like laughing right. at it like i think we all yeah. did with like charlie sheen amanda Bynes, Britney spears all of them because like we weren't thinking about it like these are real people who are having issues it's just we're looking at it yeah yeah but like i think now i i i i don't know if, if it's like across the board but it's like when you see kanye like really going through shit like it's like he this dude needs help yeah we shouldn't be like making fun of him for mm-hmm. this yeah, yeah. Okay. agree yeah we know we know now more than what we did yeah 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 we've we grew and i think but i think charlie sheen helped with that and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff was like we need to like, maybe we need to look at this so yeah. we need to make sure it's that we appreciate isolated. charlie sheen yeah yes. so yeah charlie sheen and his two porn star wives i think mm-hmm. we, <laughs> we need allegedly to, uh, <laughs> allegedly yeah the last question of this session allegedly how do you make alleged friends? How do you how do you make friends now? Yes, now. How do you make friends now as adults? Uh, I I meet people through you, Matt. <laughs> I just I just heart, like, round them up beforehand. Yeah. It's like come to my house. <laughs> That's kind of what happens for me too, actually. I just meet uh-huh. them through mutual friends. I think mutual friends is definitely yeah, a way yeah. to do it because it's like you already have an in with somebody at that point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you just you know somebody else is another you know couple or another couple of friends who enjoy the same things you do they come to a party or a game or whatever that you're doing and yeah you know suddenly you hit it off yeah no, actually D has been fantastic for meeting new friends for me mm-hmm. um i've been playing a lot of online games um and i have to recruit a bunch of people pretty much just out of nowhere or whatever um yeah. and i've had a lot of success with meeting people that i've now play games with and whatnot talk to it decently often mm-hmm. yeah i think like group meetups like Mary uh, recently started going to like mo- new mom groups because it's like it's hard when you're a mom and especially like not a ton of our close friends have had kids recently. Sure. So she uh, she started going to this mom group every week and one of the moms that goes there like they have a lot of similar interests, they're similar age, and so they started hanging out outside of that. But having that like core like we're gonna meet up once a week with a bunch of people like i think you have to be so much more active about it than when we were kids yeah like when we were kids you're just like you want to be friends and then you're friends and that's it yeah but now i think it's it's a lot more either friends of friends or you have to be like yeah and you, you have to seek it out thi- and you have common things that you can talk about as kids because it's just like you know you're in this class we can talk about this class together it's a little different because everybody and everybody's at the same station in life mm-hmm. when you're at work you know you have people who are you know you have people who are just fresh onto the job right out of college you have people who've been there for 10 years and you know this is their their second job they've, they've just moved or they have you have somebody who's been there for 30 years and they're going to the verge of retirement you're, you're you're the chances of you finding somebody who's at the same station in life as you and therefore somebody who has more of the same interests as you is a lot lower because mm-hmm. you're just going from a pool of everyone as opposed to a pool of people who are your age yeah. and live near you and live near you yes yeah. absolutely because there's even people my age who work with me who just we don't like we have had completely different experiences growing up, and so we're we are just we're not mm-hmm. the same people. Yeah, different geography. Yeah, geography. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think the group meetup thing is a, is a really good way of doing it. Like you said, it's it's you know you you make that concerted effort. Like this is just the activity that I'm going to do in order to socialize with new people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know though. Like it's it's hard. It's hard to avoid like becoming like team team no new friends and <laughs> just like no, 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 never meeting anybody new. Um, I don't know. Sometimes it's through work. Do you, you guys have any other ideas? Because I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I, I I mean honestly like I 
I'd love to offer advice as to how to make new friends, mm-hmm. but like I, I'm um, not to get too real, not to flip every every question on its head or anything mm-hmm. like that, which I feel like I've kind of done. It's fine. I mean, allegedly, know, it's my first time here. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, but I mean, like I don't know how to make new friends. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like because the thing is, like I'm 32 years old at this point in my time. Uh, like at this point in my life, rather. <laughs> Sorry. I've been, I've been Next there. episode will be 34. <laughs> yeah, time seriously. moves in a weird circle with this. Yeah, no, you're probably going to wait two years to ask me back on. But I mean, Stop like, it. no, <laughs> I know you. You better not. Um, but I mean, like, it's. Um, I mean, honestly, like, I think as you get older, it becomes harder and harder to make new friends because we have these scars of our lives. We like. Uh, like for example like i i have trouble like letting go of people so like i i think it i think it becomes difficult to um make friends with people because mm-hmm. you're afraid to let go of these people or you're mm-hmm. afraid to have these people walk away so like to you want to meet honest, new people because you don't want to lose your old people you mean like i don't want to meet new people because i'm afraid to lose them so that's why oh. like a lot of my friends that I've had, like I've been I've been friends with them for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I don't meet random people and become friends with them. Because you're worried about not being friends with them in the future. I'm afraid of them saying, like, hey, you know what? Shit got thick for you. Like shit you know, like things got tough. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna walk away. Like I or um I don't know, like I like I'm afraid of friendships fading away. Mm-hmm. So I don't totally commit to friendships the way that I wish I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something I totally break myself of, but, uh, I mean, it's like anything, like when you, when you say, Hey, you know what? Like, um, I'm going to like, just say, you know what? Like, forget it. I'm going to make friends with people. I'm going to, I don't know. Uh, mm. I'm rambling. But- no, no, that's fine. No, I think, and, and you, you, you do get that fear of like, Hey, you know, I've, I've had friends before who have fallen out of my life and I don't want to have that happen again. Like, I'm afraid to lose friends, right. essentially mm-hmm. what it boils down to. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like, I, it's the old like cliche, like I love hard, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, I do. You do. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, I, like I'll do anything for you. Like I'll mm-hmm. give you my last dollar in my bank account. I'll fucking mm-hmm. give you my, my shit off my back. Mm-hmm. If you feel like looking at my fat ass naked, <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, like, that's that's the thing. Like, as you get older, I think it becomes harder to make friends. Yeah. And also because I think you become, like, your 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 personality becomes calcified to a degree. Like, it's just, I am this type of person. And to meet another person means that I might be introduced to new ideas. And whereas where, you know, when you're in college or high school or even when you're just out of it, you're like, I'll just be friends with anybody who's nice. And then by a certain point, you're like, well, you know, they don't like everything that I like, so whatever like it, it, it's a different type of personality that i'm used to so i'm not really going to get too crazy about this I, I i guess the way that i look at things is what's the point of really opening up your uh, yourself to somebody else if you think that person is not going to be in your life a year or two years from now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so like That's the fair. only friends that i honestly want are the ones that are lifelong friends mm-hmm. like hey are you going to be there for me through thick and thin or yeah. are you going to be like, hey, you know, I only mm. want to drink a beer with you or some shit like that. It's like, no, yeah. I don't I don't want to drink a beer with you. I want to drink a beer with you if I'm, like, close friends with you. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. the mic down. Yeah, mic down. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, would you guys have any thoughts on this, Sean, well, uh, Tim, Rich? I, I, think that's, I think that's fair. But I also think there is room. Uh, there, there can be room in your life for friends that are more superficial. And I don't, like, I, I think at this point in my life, I have met those people who I can, you know, I... 
I'm more. I think I'm more open to that now because I feel like I have enough. I'm I'm satisfied with the friends I have that they're not gonna do so at this point. You know what I mean? So uh, says you. No, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rich, what do you think about this? Uh, yeah, it's like making friends at at our age at thirty, close to thirty. It's like, yeah, like you tend to already have your full group and. When I'm out, like, trying to talk... When I'm talking to people online or whatever, I'm not particularly trying to find friends because I, I I, don't know if, at the moment, I have the emotional capacity to keep them. However, I do always keep in touch with the people that I get a connection with. Whether or not I'd consider them friends, like, I don't really consider people friends unless I've met in person. Um, but I do have on internet people that I do talk to, and I've met a lot of other friends online like people that i do see in person outside of just like video games or whatever like mostly from just connecting on social Mm -hmm. uh media aspects but i think what we're trying to say here is you screwed yeah (laughs) there's no way to make friends zero you're not getting in our group like (laughs) very exclusive after like generally after college the new only new people you're gonna meet are work Mm mm-hmm Unless or, unless you're doing like like Sean like Sean's wife is like yeah. going to like you're going to a mother's group or like you know if you decide I'm going to take up a new skill I'm going to go to like a you know like a spin class or like sports, a painting thing sports are a good way sports to do are it. another like, great uh, like you have like a local like I don't know local like a a local baseball league and you're like I'm just going to join yes. the league yeah. and be friends that's with a great people. one I've, I've I've met friends through uh, flag football in, in Delaware yeah. Uh, yeah. so that's a great way to do it like anything that's getting you through. Um, it, it, you kind of have to go out of your comfort zone in order to do it, which is yeah. is tough to do. Um, it's something that I think as you grow older, you're like I I grow comfortable with my my regimens every day. You know my schedule, the way I do things. You sort of have to break that cycle in order for you to make new friends and meet different kinds of people. See, I love that though. I yeah. love that like uh, challenge and like being introduced to ideas I'm not as comfortable with mm-hmm. and experimenting with like, hey, maybe this part of my worldview isn't necessarily exactly what I've always believed. And it's just everything that I've always been introduced to mm-hmm. and always kind of like reevaluating that and meeting people and having conversations. Mm-hmm. And I've had a lot of luck, even like if I'm just at a store and there's somebody around me and it's like they seem pretty calm and like they'd be open to a conversation just being like, hey, what's up? And mm-hmm. I've had a couple friendships come out of stuff like that. Okay. And Tim, like I, I, I wish I could be more like that. And like, that's honestly like what I try to do on a day to day basis is kind of sit there and say like, Hey, you know what? Like we're all people and like, whether we're all like really like whether we know one another or not, like, Hey, you know what? Open your mind up to other people. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great way to look at things is like, Hey, you know what? Like, this is a, like let's just see what this other person's story is and i think yeah. as time went on like i i started kind of closing myself up to those things and so like part of my own like evolution if you will is trying to uh reopen myself to those things yeah so this is there's definitely like you know it gets harder as you grow older but there's definitely ways you can you can do it there's ways you can make friends there's reasons for optimism you know it's it's not as impossible as like say I made it out to be where he just says you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so those are all the questions that yeah. we have. Um, yeah. So uh, we do have time, Rich. Hmm. You've discussed a take that you had before the show. Would you like to give it now or do you want to wait? Um, well, 
I, I would like to wait because we should uh, mention the fact that this is episode 18.1, mm-hmm. episode number 52. Uh... This is the last episode of the first year of the Brose podcast. Mm-hmm. Wow. Thank you. Well, Rich just counts as you your take, so you've forfeited your take for future. Thank no, no, you, uh, Bennett and Tim. Uh, yes. Boulder for joining us. Commemorating yeah. the 52nd episode Mr. of Rose. Yeah. So episode 53, or otherwise known as episode 18.2, will be out next week. Uh, and of course, a few days after that, the release of the Golden Brobes. The Golden Brobes. Yeah. But, but what a year it's been, guys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's been a year. Um, any, anything you, you want to say? Like, <laughs> what a but, year. A year yeah, this like. It's been, it, it has of all been the like, years. Like, looking back on it. From the past year of doing shows? Wait, what was that? What was that, Tim? You guys have a favorite memory from the past year doing shows? Uh, whenever we open the door on really hot days and the cool air rushes into the room, because <laughs> it gets real hot in here, yeah, and uh, it's it's we're we're right on the tail end of summer right now, and it, it's like ninety degrees outside, and we're feeling it up here on this third floor uh, studio. But uh, I don't know. Best memory from the year. Well, we recount a lot of it in the Golden Brobes, yes. uh, available in about a week and a half on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, and TuneIn. Um, but uh, I don't know. What, do you guys have anything that jumps to mind? It's, it's just been really nice getting together with you guys for the past year, like every couple of weeks. and Yeah, having to sit down with you guys. Yeah, and and just... also it was nice to, like, I think, uh, leading up to who got married yeah. Besides, did, did <laughs> besides you also, did, were you married before we started? We were like both right before? before we started. Okay. It was like, I, we, we started the podcast maybe like two or three months after I got married. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, yeah. we had the ramp up, of course, to uh, your your, yeah. your attorney leave and the in the, the, the ring of, of Alice. Yeah, your, but your, I, your I mean, it, 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 was, it was truly nice in the lead up to Alice being born to be able to talk to you guys about a lot of the insecurities that I had and uh have that kind of i it really solidified for me that i have a a a, a good support system in place even you know beyond you two and uh tim hansen mm-hmm. like just you know everyone who's been on the podcast ben included like just i know that i can go allegedly. to any of you allegedly <laughs> that i can go to any of you guys and really talk about stuff that's that's more that's more serious you know because the, the the podcast has run the gamut from like mm-hmm. what's a sandwich to you know how do you make friends and yeah. th- th- i think it's really important for uh to talk about the yeah. the, the more serious things. yeah if, if, if it's something that you're concerned about or it's an it's a it's a concern or a fear that you have or a problem that you have 100 percent chance that somebody who's listening to this show is, is going through a similar you know bout of stress or anxiety about you know having the first child about you know having you know making friends when you get older or like you know what to do when you know y- your job sort of hands you a bad set of cards or something like yeah you know this is normal real life shit and sometimes it's hilarious and sometimes it's you know a little bit a little bit deeper but it, you, you, you have everything in this in yeah. this show so I think that's what I appreciate about it the most. And also, honestly, we're all fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> we put together a damn good show. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Um, yeah. So congratulations to us. 52 yeah. weeks. Congratulations, uh, if you want, guys. Uh, a little more uh, self-indulgent, uh, all-about-us type of celebration, the, the Golden Brobes Awards uh, will be out in about a week <laughs> and a half. Uh, they're, they're really a riot, let me tell you. Uh, we definitely have not recorded them yet. <clears throat> um, so... I'm going to start with you, Dave Bennett. If people want to find you on Twitter to find more of your takes, do you feel like revealing that to the world here? 
Not really. Okay. Uh, you can find David at his, his public handle, at Real Donald Trump. Uh, Bennett Rich. doesn't exist. No, does not exist. Uh, Rich, what about you? At B underscore walnuts. How about you, Sean? At hey, it's SOB. Uh, Tim Bulger, again, if people want to find follow you around town uh, while you're doing your errands, how can they do that? Uh, well, I would recommend getting in contact with Tim Hansen. <laughs> his official representation, uh, who is currently out of the country, but uh, he'll respond to all media requests upon his return. Uh, my uh, Twitter handle is MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Dave? And you can follow me on d.bennett, D-D-O-T-B-E-N-N-E-T-T. <laughs> the podcast, of course, is available at brose underscore podcast on Twitter or just brose podcast on Facebook. The podcast is available on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and everywhere else you can get podcasts. Uh, and if you have a question for the show, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. Brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, uh, Shannon Vogel for designing our logo, uh, and you can find her work uh, for sale at Etsy. And their theme music is When by Steven Siebert, who still doesn't know that we use it. Uh, the th- you can find it, though, at Free Music Archive or at Hedphonica.com. Uh, Rich, you've got another podcast. Yeah, check out uh, PodQuest, where um, we talk about nerd shit. Mm-hmm. and uh have maybe a good time sometimes sometimes <laughs> eh, maybe uh i co-host the po- keystone coast to coast podcast with my buddy ed provident uh we release every couple of weeks whenever uh technology and time allows for it uh but we are recording uh two days after we're recording this so it'll probably be out eh, around or a little bit before uh this episode drops uh it'll mostly be me uh screaming about how now nobody on the eagles can catch a goddamn motherfucking pass uh and uh I also- language <laughs> allegedly <laughs> Uh, allegedly, and uh, and uh, on a much lighter note, I edit the podcast under pressure. Uh, the hidden story <laughs> of pregnancy and preeclampsia. Uh, actually, I'm done editing all the episodes; they're all in the can, uh, so it's, they're going to be released over the next couple of months. Uh, but uh, say goodbye to the listeners, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye to the listeners, everybody. Bye, guys. For Tim Bolger, Dave Bennett, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien. Tim Hansen in absentia. Hope you're enjoying Cancun, buddy. And the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt (laughs) Gasnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Yay, this is some dope bass tones. Oh, yeah. I I love love startling people with the taste the cake.